Did you guys realize that certain foods can actually lead to your hair loss? Today, we'll talk about exactly which foods we need to avoid if we want to stop hair loss and what foods we can enjoy to improve the hair growth. Stay tuned. Hello, thank you for listening to Thyroid Hair Loss Connection Podcast, a science-based honest, candid conversation about how your thyroid affects your hair. You will learn practical solutions to hair growth, healing your thyroid, and balancing hormones with holistic nutrition approach and the latest treatments. Your hosts, me, Natalia Sanzo, a registered dietitian, aka Nashville Thyroid Expert, and Kimberly Vaughn, a board-certified trichologist, hair loss specialist, and coach. To stay up-to-date on the latest topics, make sure to subscribe to our channel. We also cannot do this without you. Send us a question to the link below and tune in each week for the answers. Now, let's head to the show. Hello, listeners. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Kimberly and I will be chatting about foods you should be careful with if you're struggling with hair loss. So, the kind of food we eat directly manifests externally in many ways, right? The argument that you get glowing skin from within actually stands true for hair as well. The health of our hair is largely dependent on our dietary habits and what we eat on day-to-day basis. Eating certain foods that cause hair loss is one of the most common reasons why we have shedding and, and, and thinning. Of course, you know, this podcast is all about thyroid hair loss connection, and we're talking about autoimmunity. But if all of those things kept at bay, your day-to-day um, habits influence the hair shed. And contrary to popular beliefs, many items that you may think are healthy and nutritious actually end up being foods that cause, or I should say, may lead to hair loss. The health of our follicles is linked to the presence or absence of certain nutrients in the body. Monitoring certain foods that cause hair loss is one of the few things in our control when it comes to hair shedding. Nutritional imbalances or excess of one mineral or vitamin often shows up first in the form of hair loss. This is because hair is not a vital organ of the body and therefore the body does not prioritize its nutritional needs. It's important to understand the link between hair Uh, follicles and health and foods that cause hair loss. So you can be aware of the right kind of foods to consume uh, if you experience hair loss. Okay, so the first food that may cause hair loss, the foods that have a lot of processed sugar, those are our sugary breakfast cereal, energy drinks, and of course, table sugar. The processed sugar has many adverse effects on the body, right? And uh, deteriorating hair quality along with hair loss is one of them. High sugar intake leads to an increase in blood glucose, which means that the body has to produce more insulin, right? This further leads to an increase in testosterone levels, 
which leads to shrinking of the hair follicles and eventually leads to hair loss. It's important to know that testosterone or high testosterone by itself does not directly cause hair loss. However, increasing your testosterone levels can also increase your levels of DHT hormone, causing damage to your hair follicles and speeding up the, um, the hair loss. Some people due to excess sugar intake also experience what it's known as scalp inflammation. As opposed to the burning sensation, scalp inflammation leads to to you having a very cold scalp caused caused due to poor blood circulation. This again leads to damaged hair, right? So what can you do? If you're eating sugary breakfast cereals, drinking energy drinks, and eating foods with a lot of added sugar, then the obvious thing to do is to cut back, right? If you have high testosterone, then there are foods you can eat to lower those levels naturally. Some research shows that regularly eating soy products like edamame, tofu, soy milk, and miso may cause a drop in testosterone levels, a healthy drop in testosterone levels. And there are actually other research that shows that nuts, cold water fish, spearmint tea, um, and flax seeds have a healthy effect on testosterone levels as well. Natalia, that is such an amazing point about the high levels of testosterone and natural ways to lower those or rebalance those. Um, When we check our labs, you know, that is one of the areas that we always test. And one of the issues that we find is, especially with our females, when their testosterone levels are high, um, how we can balance those naturally. So I think pointing out that that food group, if you will, and just specific foods that really can naturally lower the testosterone levels is amazing. So that's great points. And also the inflammation that you mentioned um, on the scalp. I would say that probably 80% of the individuals that come in to see us, they, we all start with some form of treatment to help lower and reduce that inflammation off the top of the scalp because the scalp is just in a very sensitive predicament at that point. Absolutely. And I think you've said uh, in the last episode, what was that? Uh, healthy hair starts with healthy scalp. Yes, that's right. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Okay, guys, next, foods with high levels of mercury may lead to hair loss. Those foods include swordfish, king mackerel, Chilean sea bass, tilefish, and big-eyed tuna. They're all high in mercury. Mercury binds to the sulfedric group, and I'm sure I'm not saying it right, of the keratins in hair and can result in anagen effluvium. At toxic level, uh, mercury causes free radical damage resulting in symptoms such as fatigue, depression, insomnia, irritability, memory loss, recurrent infection actually, tremors, and of course, hair loss. So, Replace the high mercury fish with light tuna, salmon, shrimp, etc., as they contain contain lower levels of mercury. Also, try to eat them no more than two to three times per week to avoid consuming too much mercury by eating low mercury foods. I hope that makes sense. Okay, the third kind of foods that may lead to hair loss, those are our high glycemic foods. 
They include starchy food, bread, and pasta. High glycemic foods easily break down into sugar and raise your blood glucose levels too high too fast. Chronic, and that's the keyword, chronic high blood sugar may damage blood vessels, which leads to poor blood circulation. And once your circulation is affected, it becomes difficult for your blood to reach all the way up to your hair follicles and to bring all the nutrients to them. In addition, increased sugar intake will lead to increased insulin and androgen in your body, which adversely affect hair health and can be a major source of uh, foods that cause hair loss. So they also block your body's natural defenses against stress, which further aggravates stress-inducing hair loss. And last week, we talked to a doctor of physical therapy about the connection between stress and hair loss. So make sure you guys listen to that episode. Okay, now let's talk about a whole food group, uh, dairy, which many, many blogs blame for our hair loss. If you Google if dairy causes hair loss, there are more blogs out there than you can count. They claim that substantial levels of fat in dairy increases testosterone levels in your body, thereby causing hair loss. And based on the recent study, it is true that testosterone levels are higher after following a high-fat diet. But guys, the solution is to not eliminate dairy, but go go to low-fat dairy instead. And there was a recent study done in 2021 that showed that actually dairy, fats, and soy decreases testosterone levels. So don't eliminate dairy, just go to uh, low-fat dairy instead. Okay, guys, next up, uh, let's talk about greasy food, right? Greasy food, well, it's greasy, right? Ever heard uh, that saying that you are what you eat? Well, that's exactly my point. As you probably know, the scalp releases an oily substance called the sebum. The sebum provides moisture to the skin on your scalp as well as your hair. Any fried food, especially deep fried food and fast food, tends to overstimulate the oil glands due to the high levels of saturated fats found in them. As the body only needs an extremely small amount of saturated fat, a diet high in saturated fat would result in increase in sebum production. With the sebum covering your hair follicles, it becomes difficult for your hair to grow, which turns out to be uh, one of the many hair falls reasons. To avoid buildup of oils on your scalp, limit your high-fat foods and of course, indulge in regular cleansing regimens of the scalp and hair. And Kimberly, I know you guys provide fantastic scalp treatments. Can you tell us a little bit more about them? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So yes, we actually um, have perfected two particular types of treatments. And we do like to start certainly um, with a consultation to make sure of which type of issues are going on with the scalp. Because no matter what, everything begins with the scalp. And then therefore also the follicle, which is well below, right, um, the scalp line. But you brought up a really good point 
the detoxification on the scalp is key. Um, and we've talked about that in many episodes, that if you prepare the scalp correctly, just as you prepare soil in a garden, right, you're going to have a much more productive growing season. And so exactly with the hair. So stimulating scalp treatments are going to be for those individuals who really have a sluggish hair follicle. And to make sure that they're receiving that blood flow and that circulation, we have to be able to move that blood flow to the top of the surface of the skin. Well, when we do that, we cannot be aggressive and vigorous on the scalp or you're going to cause breakage. So it ha- that oil and that sebum and the dead skin has to be removed and dissolved very gently. So we have a a stimulating scalp treatment, which actually supports that. It's about a three, four step process. It does take about an hour and 15 minutes in the clinic. Uh, For those listeners who are outside of, of our scope, we can certainly walk you through and help you understand how you can perform the majority of this treatment at home um, because the products just have to have enough time to penetrate and remove the debris on the scalp. But yes, it's critical. And uh, once to twice a week, initially, when someone starts a clean scalp regimen and a stimulation regimen, that's what we recommend. Yes, Kimberly, thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. So today, it was a quick and sweet episode. We talked about five foods or groups of food that may cause to hair loss. So guys, make sure you get your blood work done before you attempt to adjust your hormone levels with foods. Natalia, thanks so much. That was great. And, you know, all the information is so user-friendly that you've shared. And I loved it that you broke it down into these groups because individuals are going to know where they falter, right? So we really appreciate it. And I'm sure that everyone that is listening can find out more information about these food groups on your website. You offer so many great diets and and ways to change um, your whole body approach to your hair growth, your hair loss, and of course, your Hashimoto's. So listeners, we're excited to be with you today. And we're looking forward to our next episode. Always remember, um, we're here for you. No, doesn't matter where you live, where you reside, or where you are. Just reach out to us via a call or an email. We're happy to help. We're grateful for you. And don't hesitate to send us topics or anything that you would like on these next podcasts. Until then, make it a great day. Yeah.